I just got this new skincare product. I'm finally starting to use SPF on my face. You ever put sunblock on your face? Well, the lotion I have that I put on every day. It ain't got it's, sunblock. It's, it has some some 15 in it. 15 but SPF? I'm, yeah. Nice. Nothing crazy, but it's like, you know. Damn. Yeah, I got the Vital C, man. It's image, image skincare. Here we go. We recording? Yeah. Cool. All right, here we go, baby. Here we go. Welcome, 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 welcome. Bang, bienvenido de nuevo. Muchas gracias, mi hermana, mi amigos. I said hermana and amigo in the same. That's like the same word. I'm still learning Spanish, baby. What's good? <clears throat> What's good? It's uh, it's the boys over at Man to Man. We appreciate you guys tuning in, man. It is uh, 63 degrees out, 0% precipitation, 4% wind, 17.22 degrees Celsius out here, dog. Liam, what's up, man? How you doing, dude? <laughs> you trying to be a weatherman? Is that your next profession if the podcast... You see what I'm trying? I'm trying to be a Hispanic weatherman. <laughs> if the podcast doesn't work out, I guess we got a career in, in, in weather. I know you You got some backups. You know, there's always like you write these backup ideas, what you want to do in your notes or something. Do, do you have that or is that just me? Uh, yeah, it started with a professional basketball player. That just yeah. isn't going to happen. Right. When did you know that you weren't going to be a professional basketball player? Uh, when I was like a freshman in co- or high school, it probably was not my thing. Why not? I mean, you come off this incredible career at JT Moore Middle School. Don't you have like the most points scored in middle school where we went to? Yeah, I do. Or is that a, are you sure? Is that a fact? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just. How many it, points did you score in middle school? I mean, I would have to go back and, and shout out to Coach Wigington. He has it down somewhere. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> what a stud, man. What a stud. So you, I mean, if you had to take a guess though. Uh, it was probably over, probably over a thousand, if my okay. if my calculator is somewhere around there. But okay, cool, thousand points, man. Welcome back. Yeah, I I have these things on, you know, backup ideas and plans that I want to do, and I just write them down in my phone. I'm a I'm a right brain more than a left. You know, I don't really know what's going on in the left. I think it's just so. Besides it, the weather, man, what else do you got written down? You, you there's a few things. There's a few <laughs> things. Um. You know, not get ghosted is obviously, you know, top dog up there. I don't want to be ghosted, you know, Casper the ghost. I'm still crying from Halloween, man. Some spooky vibes. Uh, another thing is I've I've kind of wanted to always be like a truck driver, man. I'm just mean, driving. It's so funny you say that because I've always like that is like my backup backup plan because they like make money and I love to drive in the first place. Like I like to drive, like, you know, be on the road. Yeah. Give me like a Tesla truck though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just a an 18 wheel Tesla truck. I don't want to drive the big guys. Not the not the big rigs. Not not the not the big rigs. Okay, cool. Well, what's up, guys? We appreciate you uh, all tuning in. There's another thing, man. I gotta stop saying guys. That's how I got fired from the steakhouse that I worked at in Chicago. So, um. What's up, y'all? What's good? What's good out there, man? What's good? Y'all, you know, we'll just stick to y'all. What's up, y'all? Howdy, mother effers. How we doing, brothers? Uh, what's up, guys? Damn, I said it again. Uh, what's up, y'all? 
You tuned in to Man to Man Podcast. Uh, shout out Dash Radio. We appreciate Dash. We're on the nothing but net. All things basketball. Little bit of basketball channel. I feel like I'm constipated, my guy. Uh, every Monday, I guess, right? At 4 p.m. Eastern time. Look at Liam. Liam's like, yeah, that's right. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. going. 1 p.m. <laughs> Pacific. I think I got it going now. I'm trying to catch a flow here, dude. I'm trying to catch a flow, dog. Uh, yeah, shout out Dash, man. We appreciate you guys rocking. It was it was fun kicking back in the studio a couple of weeks ago. Just I don't know. I keep I keep looking back at that experience, man. It was a great time. It really was. Yeah, it just um, kind of just being in a studio in first in, in general and then knowing that we're on Dash. I love that. that I'm just feeling. thinking about the streams of piss. <laughs> like I, I can't get that out of my mind. There was the dude that was drinking cologne on the corner, the security guard, the Santa Monica. Like, that whole experience was just a bunch of, like, GTA 2K characters. Anyway, shout out, Dash, man. We appreciate it. We don't really know what's going on with you guys out there. We try to fit in because uh, we're socially awkward, or at least I am, and we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, shout out Six Pack Coverage, man. We just joined uh, the Six Pack Coverage. Uh, it's a multimedia agency here in Nashville. Cashville, Tennessee. Cashville. Young Buck, what's good? Uh, yeah, we're making moves, man. We got new merch, MTM, uh, Titan collab, man. We appreciate you guys rocking with us, man. Um, social media is cool. We're on there. We're on the cloud. It's the cloud. The cloud. Look at you. You're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The cloud. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, that, I mean, are we deciding on that's the cloud? Yeah. We're the, we can't call it social anymore, right? I think that's what we, we figured out. No social. I don't like, yeah, it's too well, PC. Yeah. We're, we're okay. on the cloud. We're in the clouds. We're not, in the clouds. Not not like physically in the clouds and maybe sometimes mentally in the clouds, but our podcast gotcha. is always in the cloud. Okay, cool. So if you guys have made it this far, then great. I think we're doing just fine, baby. What's goody? It's Andy and Liam from Man to Man Podcast. So we create a conversation between two lifelong friends in their mid-20s trying to find the intersection, like I said, between the modern-day dating world and NBA basketball. Beyond just dating and NBA, we chat about adulthood, life, and all other things that come up with your best butterooskies. Hello, Liam. Nice to meet you, brother. Unafraid to be an open book. The trials and tribulations of the 20s are on full display, whether you have it all figured out or don't know what tomorrow looks like. Man to Man is here to entertain. This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, Liam, the Hoop Star Nash. I think we get into it, baby. <laughs> Today's episode of Man to Man is brought to you by Zenvo Watches. I'm probably not going to watch out on this one, even though I just did. Zenvo, man, we appreciate them for sponsoring the podcast. They, uh, they've created one of, they have 
one of the most unique watch faces in the world with their signature Blade collection. It's a collection, baby. It's not just the Blade collection. They have a ton of crazy looking sleek design collections with dozens of different colorways. I like red. I like blue. I think they got a turquoise. We figured out they do have a turquoise. Yeah. I don't know if I'm rocking tur turquoise, but uh, they have it if that's in your, your wheelhouse. It's in my arsenal, baby. You're looking cute over there with that Zenvo watch, dog. Okay, cool. It's a perfect accessory for a night out or used as an everyday time piece. I've been rocking one of my watches that's been broken for eight years trying to look cool, man. You don't want to do that, and I'm not the only one that does that, man. Go over to ZenvoWatches.com today and grab one of those beautiful sleek design colorways time pieces. It's not a side piece. It's a time piece, man. And when, when you're checking out, dude, uh, if you want to check out and when you're checking out, use our promo code MTM20 to receive 20% off. Your final purchase, that's M as in mommy, T as in toy. What you talking about over there, brother? M as in, I don't know. You got anything? Yeah, mommy. M as in. Mommy, go back to back mommies on them. All right, mommy, what's good? MTM20 at the checkout. Uh, we appreciate Zenbo Watches for supporting the podcast. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice, man. We're, uh, we're sponsored by Zenvo for another month. You guys go show us some love. Uh, help us get some bread, man. Shout out to the people that are on Patreon, man. Uh, you know, first of the month, we're sending out some, some new merch to you guys, exclusive merch. Go check it out, man. If you want to be a part of our Patreon community, you can find all of that on our social media at Man to Man Podcast. Pretty cool, man. This merch, the hoodie that I'm rocking, it's a Titans collab. Got a cool design with the boys on the back. And, you know, Julia's in there. Nay's girl. The dog's in there. It can be a man-to-woman thing, right? Cool thing about this hoodie, dude. It's got a QR code on it. Kind of the come up, dude. You know, we've had merch in the back that's been like the one that you're rocking right now. They're like man-to-man, -man, NBA show. You look at that, dude. They're going. They're probably not going to find it. You hit the QR code, probably going to find it. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm just trying to sell myself here, dude. Where's that soul going? Okay, cool. We got a we got a cool episode lined up for you. Liam's like keeps nodding his head. He's like, okay, I think he's going somewhere. I'm trying to, dude. I'm trying, brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good, man. I feel good, dude. Let's talk about it. I really do feel good, man. Um, this episode is going to be exciting because there were a lot of things that kind of happened throughout the week. Uh, last week, you guys are listening on a Monday. We're talking about last week here, and uh, I, you know, I threw up. Uh, I guess, I guess we'll start there. You know, I said I feel good, but I said I threw up. So I guess, how does that make sense? We'll maybe explain the story. Maybe that's it. Maybe you that's, feel good because you threw up. Yeah, I don't know, man. My body is maybe not used to not going out every weekend. You know, I feel great, man. After the LA trip, we kind of talked about it. I think we both were exposed to COVID from the LA trip. Um, and so I don't know if that took a turn. You know, my thyroid was killing me, brother. I don't know if that, yeah, I'm still taking amoxicillin, but I'm kind of slang banging on it, kind of skipping routes here, uh, here and there. But yes, I did throw up uh, after I went to the gym. You know, I've been starting to hit the gym a little bit and I, you know, lifting weights for me, I'm not good at it. You know, I get, it's the craziest thing, man. Like I get on the bench, you know, you start on a Monday, you get on the bench Everyone's trying to get on the bench. You finally get on it. 
I lifted more weight in high school than I do now. And obviously, you know, I'm trying to build that weight back, build that gain back, build the muscle back. It's tough though. So long story short, uh, hit some weights. I did some cardio on the bike and I'm just trying to get out of the YMCA as soon as possible. I don't even say bye to my workout partner. Shout out Bob's for being there for moral support. He didn't even know. Get back to my car and I just puke like water up everywhere. You got any advice? To, I feel good. Like right now we're on a Sunday. I feel great. But I, I work out like once a week. So I'm trying to get back into it. And I'm also trying not to like go out on the weekends and, and you know, and drink. You know, I think it's just that time where it's, we're trying to finish out the year. And like we talked about last weekend, we're just trying to do good for ourselves, man. I don't know if you feel the same way. If you got any advice, I'm ready to work out with you when you get back to Nashville. So, yeah, that's that's kind of we'll, we'll start there. We got some other stuff we're going to talk about, too, but we'll start there. I mean, for me, I think that's good. I mean, I, it's always good to get back into a routine like for your, I guess, physical physique. Um, but I think it's just as how it happens. If you take some time off, you ask any, you know, I, you, you could even ask a professional athlete if they take one or two weeks off. For you, it sounds like it's been like a while. And you trying to get right back into it, your body's not used to it. And especially like lifting weights, it's like, it's almost like a shock on your body. All your muscles are getting, you know, back into it. And if you haven't done that in a while, yeah, you might throw up. Your body's like rejecting, you know, just as of what happens. But I think you should stick with it. Maybe this next week, get into maybe one or two times, maybe three times a week. Um, but yeah, just build up on uh, you, it sounds like you you trying to you know change yourself a little bit out here. Not going out on the weekends. Yeah. Well, I tell you gym. what, that's what people do, man. That you hear people all the time, man. Yeah, I was getting, I'm getting back into the gym and that, right. this and that. Right. But that's good. I think it's. I'm skipping it's, leg day. I'll tell you that right now. Oh yeah, I think yeah, that. that's fine, <laughs> dude. I'm skipping leg day. I know, you know, from the boys to the men, you know, that's what. That's what the whole difference is between a man and a, a boy. I'm a boy, dude. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just trying to hit arms, dude. I'm, and, and I think it was the bike that honestly got to me because when you're cruising on that bike and I'm also playing the games on the bike, you know, I'm on the courses on the bike too. I don't know why I'm doing that because 90% of the other bikes don't have the courses. The, the courses are pretty hard, dude. I'm trying to keep up with these computer players. And they're showing me out. And I'm always like, fuck that, dude. I'm trying to get first. So I think that's what's kind of hitting me too. Uh, on top of, I told you last week that I've been trying to stay hydrated every single day. Not the biggest, I don't know, water connoisseur. That probably don't make any sense. I don't really like drinking water. I forget about drinking water sometimes. So I've been taking these liquid IVs, not in my arm, but just powder putting into water. Uh, you know, supposedly it gets you hydrated 10 times faster than drinking regular water. But when someone says liquid IV, so I've come to learn, you don't, you probably don't take that every day. And so I figured out I was, you know, I was taking it every day for like a couple weeks straight. And then I was talking to uh, my manager where I work at and he's like, man, I, that can cause a ton of kidney stone problems. And then just, problems in your body internally but you're not supposed to take liquid iv every day and i'm like what dude i don't want kidney stones so mm -hmm. i'm you know i guess i'm back to not drinking water um, i mean you so know me i i drink a, i drink you know almost a gallon a day um i'm big on the water hydration is very key for like healthy and 
and it just keeps your system moving and stuff and you're pissing a lot but at the same time yeah you know your body's working and it's you know doing what it's supposed to do but yeah, I don't know about liquor IV. I ain't never tried that stuff before. I got the I'm, I got the thing in the arm, you know. That, yeah. that the banana bag is different, but that the powder stuff I don't know. Yeah, so wouldn't wouldn't recommend it. He was saying how he actually got a couple kidney stones and he kind of found the cheat code cuz you know, you go to the doctor for that. Like pissing out kidney stones has got to be incredibly painful. He was like, "Oh yeah, top like top 3 pain like I've ever felt in my life." Found out, did some research for himself, rode a roller coaster like three times in a row for, I don't know, probably like 20 minutes straight. It formulates this urge in your body to piss out the kidney stones a little bit easier. It formats it the way you're, you know, your body is going crazy and doing all these circles. And he's like, yeah, dude, I was just, I almost felt like I was on the verge of puking. There's another person that wants to puke with me. Uh, and then he pissed him out, dude. So I don't know. I, I'm chilling on the liquid IVs, but I think I feel good again. And I hope you feel good. I hope everybody out there that's listening feels good. Keep breathing, baby. That's all we got to do around here. You know, it's it's hard. So we just trying to feel good, man. Um, what else, man? You feeling good? You feel good? I feel real good, man. I, I, okay. Oh, I mean, I feel good. I always feel good. If I don't feel good, I, I probably, you know, you, you won't hear from me. You know, and yeah. Well, I don't really hear from you anyway. So. <laughs> I, think that's, I don't know if you that's know. a good. Uh, I feel like a lot of people say that about me, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But you're like one of those friends, man. And I know everyone's got that friend. They just got to text them a couple times to to make sure they feel good. So <laughs> I hope everyone feels good. You know, it's funny, man. I didn't feel good this weekend though, and I'll explain it. And um, I think I caught myself in a situation where I, I became very uncomfortable and socially awkward. Right. Um, and I'll kind of break it down to you on Friday night. My boy and I are closing the bar down. Uh, he's got a brother that is at this bar called Rosemary. If you guys aren't familiar, not, you know, don't live in Nashville. It's a, it's a bar here in East Nashville that gets bumping. It's more of like a hipster vibe, but it's, it's a it's a house that's a bar in the backyard leads into like disco stuff and it's the I guess the singer of Cherub owns this bar. So if so I'm just a little backstory here. We get done, we end up meeting his brother at Rosemary. Now there are three girls that are visiting uh Nashville, visiting town, um originally meeting up with these guys, right? So there's three girls, obviously me and my boy, his brother three guys. If you can do the math, it's three and three. So we get to Rosemary and it's just this jump in place, man. And I'm the kind of guy that just brings energy wherever I go. It was one of the girls' birthdays. So obviously she was a little bit intoxicated on them G&Ts. And so pretty much I just introduced myself as like, hey, what's up to the two girls that it wasn't their birthday. And then the other girl, I was like trying to high five her and she just didn't catch it. Now, that's not where it became socially awkward. All the girls, the other girls were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's going on? She's drunk. It was more on her at first. I try to, you know, come in with my energy that I that I have, and I'm talking to these other girls, and I'm just like, it's like, uh, I'm just trying to make little combo. First time in Nashville, they're like, nah, we've been here before. I'm like, oh, you guys should go to, like, Midtown or Broadway if you haven't yet. And these girls are like, oh, yeah, like, we've we've kind of been there before. Um, and so 
it just wasn't a great conversation. Long story short, I was kind of looking at my boy while I was talking to them too to get some reassurance on the whatever I was saying it to him, saying to them. But um, I just kind of found myself socially awkward because the conversation didn't really lead into anything. You know, I would say something, they would be like, "Oh yeah, that's cool," and I'd be like, "Okay, cool." Um, fuck, I guess, what do I ask them next? Like, I don't really know. And then also I was in a place where I was just jumping. So you have a convert, you try to have like a normal conversation with somebody, especially when there are drinks involved, doesn't really work out. So I don't know. I just kind of found myself in a place where one, A, I didn't really even want to be at because I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't pre-gamed out or anything. But B, I think I just found myself in a place where I was just you know, tone it back, Andy. You don't got to try to butt yourself into every little conversation here. I think I was just trying to just gauge in the conversation with people that, you know, just let those people have a good time with where they're at. I don't know if any of that made sense or if I explained that right, but. No, that makes sense. Found, yeah. I think it makes sense in terms of, A, it is hard when you're at an, uh, an establishment or in a vibe or like an environment that you were in, which is loud and it's hard to talk to people and especially when you don't know them like it's one thing if you like have you know maybe hung out with them maybe a couple other times but because you've never met them and the type of person you are you do come with a certain type of energy you know yeah. a lot of people are very um you know don't come with the same type of like real upbeat energy and that's i mean it's it, i don't mind that you know if, if somebody has a certain type of or or something but it's hard. It's not, I wouldn't even say it's, you know, you should have felt like you were socially awkward. It's just hard to do that with somebody you don't really know, know like that, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think that's like, for you, that's, I mean, it, it's probably awkward because you usually get some type of feedback or like somebody gives you type of energy back. And when right. you don't get that back, it's just like, I, well, I still have to talk to you because we're like all hanging out together. But mm -hmm. now it's like, what, like you just now you can't we're not we're not vibing because it's just you're not yeah you're not i don't know what it was there's always like i'm always trying when i'm meeting a new group of people i don't i don't really have a filter and i and i just try to be myself dude i just try to be that guy that's you know his voice is probably pretty obnoxious yeah fuck it dude i'm a little ae dude i'm like five eight um or, you know, I just, I don't know. It was, it was interesting. I felt socially awkward though. So I, I left immediately. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, guys say, fuck it. I'm out. That's, nah, that's pretty much what happened, man. Uh, we were there for like an hour and it was a cool place. Appreciate Rosemary for, for hosting us. But yeah, I don't know if anybody else has felt like that. But when I usually go out with my boys, it's like, I, I like the people watch and I'm just talking to my boys. But when I have to like kind of gauge myself into an open conversation with new people, uh, and we've talked about this too, just seeing people out, just new people who you've never met before. Um, it's kind of hard to just continue a conversation of like, hey, what do you do for work? Um, you know, first time in Nashville, where are you visiting? You guys should do this. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, well, eh, just kind of, they're just trying to dance and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I and think then they asked me what my name was like after like 20 minutes. I was like, fuck me. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, dude. This is not going well right now for me. Dude. It wasn't going well for the brand. I think another thing is, though, you also probably are thinking in a conversation like that, sometimes I find myself like, especially if it's a new person, I probably won't talk to them ever again. So like, yeah, yeah you're friends with my my boy or like, we, you know, whatever. But 
you don't live here. You live in, you know, wherever the ocean city or wherever they're from. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I probably, a, if I see you again, it'd probably be like two or three years or, you know, five years or occasionally whatever. So it's like, I really am not invested in what you do for work. I probably don't give a fuck in the first place of right. It's just small talk that small talk that just conversations that just don't mean anything is really what it comes down to. And I was thinking about it. Like I'm thinking about all these scenarios of what could have been, what I could have done differently in that situation. And I, like I had this devil shoulder speaking to me real clearly saying, you should have just fucking lied about everything, dude. You know what I'm saying? You just lie, dude. It's funny. It's all a fucking sim, dude. It's all a sim. Excuse my language, man. It's a sim, dude. It's a simulation, man. It's a simulation that we live in. So I don't know. Maybe next time they ask me, like, you know, what school I went to, which they did. And I was, you know, Tennessee, go Vols. Go Vols, baby. Come on. Um, probably just, I, I can't say Harvard. You know, I don't got the Harvard genes or IQ on <laughs> clearly. Like when someone says hello, I'm like, yo, what's up? That guy didn't go to Harvard. Are you kidding me? Um, you know, probably just say, like, I don't know, prestigious school or something or just lie about my uh, occupation. But yeah, dude, so that that's what happened to me. So Tuesday threw up after working out. Friday went out, felt socially awkward. Didn't really like to do it. I think I'm in my introverted season right now, man. Uh, just trying to just trying to build a, build confidence, build a IQ. I told you my buddy's trying to learn Russian. I'm trying to be a Hispanic weatherman, I think. What else, man? What else? I what was, did you... I was going to ask you something that I want to clear up from anything last with episode. you though. Anything with you? Cause you, you, I got, <laughs> I got something here, you know, I'm, I'm throwing myself out, man. New skincare products, anything with you, dude. Yeah. I mean, my weekend was pretty good. Uh, went out on Thursday night for the Colts game was here. Um, it was, it was okay. Went out with the same buddies that, uh, went to a party with for Halloween, you know, just a casual it's just not i don't know it's just when your intentions aren't to like you know go and like go hard on a thursday night when you know you got work in the morning it's not nothing too crazy i've been home alone all weekend um mom is down in nashville looking for some some places to live um but other than that I had a pretty That's good it? weekend. <laughs> you said pre- you blacked out by yourself or something bro <laughs> i know you said that I'm putting words in your mouth, but no, no. Had, uh, I mean, last night, Saturday night. I'm, if you don't know me, I'm pretty into the, the whole UFC stuff, and I love to stay up late. And I probably had one or two many, uh, too many uh, margaritas, and uh, I don't remember falling asleep. So I guess that's uh, kind of where my my weekend ends. Um, yeah. You forgot yourself for a second. Okay, so that's your weekend then. You just kind of forget yourself. I'd almost rather forget myself by myself. Damn, that's that's depressing, man. That's, that's deep. Depressing. That was that's, deep. That's a, that is a dark art right there, bro. <laughs> Praise God, baby. I was. I got to go to church, dude. I got to go to church, man. I got to go somewhere. And um, I'm not exactly sure where I want to go. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing that I wanted to clear up from last episode that we didn't dive really into. I kind of just mentioned it, but you you going to New York on Tuesday <laughs> out of nowhere was yeah, yeah, was yeah. goody in New York, man. I'm going to try to create my own love story here, bro. <laughs> I swear, I've been feeling some type of way, man. That LA trip kind of got me. Um, I'm, I've been back home for about a month. 
And I think I'm I'm going to New York, man. I, uh, I'm going to go hang out with this girl I've never met before, dog. I'm going to try to go create my own love story. I'm going out there, too, to just, just, to, just to see if I like New York, man. I've always kind of been curious about New York. I've been yeah. applying to a ton of jobs. You know, I'm going to try to make some some connections up there. I'm going for leisure, but I'm trying to go for business, too. Um, but, yeah, I've been, I, mean, I don't know, man. I've been talking to this girl, dude, for like a month. Um, like FaceTime, I've FaceTimed her a couple times, maybe. But uh, she's in New York right now, and she is working remote. Her job is in Chicago, and I'm kind of just going up there to... Uh, hang out with her for a couple of nights, but I am trying to go up there to for for some uh, business connections. But yeah, dude, I think I'm trying to create my own love story. Just get out there. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I I, I want to go a little deeper in terms of what do you hey, do? Trying to get, trying, <laughs> what trying are you gonna to get... do up there? Are you like, what, dude? I don't know. Was man. I'm bringing a pea coat for sure. <laughs> it's what was cold, the, bro? What was the intentions of like I? Right, I'm just gonna say fuck it and go to New York for a couple of days. Was there like yeah, a man. was there like an idea behind that, or you just wanted to go to New York? I know you've never been to New York, yeah. so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I really don't know what it is. You know, I I think I've been feeling some sort of some sort of way, and I'm not sure exactly what type of feeling that is. You know, I've kind of. <clears throat> distance myself from a lot of things recently, which is good for me. And I don't know, man. I'm just trying to get out, dude. I'm trying to go see the world a little bit. You know, my mom is like, give me the details and stuff. I'm like, no, I'm I'm just going. I'll be back, okay? <laughs> I'll be back. Um, so yeah, dude. I, I think that's that's kind of what I'm doing. I don't I don't know if I'm even going still. But if you guys are listening to the pod, I'm probably in New York. So I, I'll let you know how it goes, man. I'm staying with a random person in a hotel for four nights, man. So Well, at least yeah. she didn't ghost you. That's that's what you got on yeah, your Yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. no, I mean, you you don't ghost a brother. I'm i probably fly to go hang out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm probably fly to go hang out with you, dude. I'm trying to create a, you know, love stories don't just happen by shaking hands. Uh, they happen by just, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how they happen. Um, so yeah, that's me. <laughs> so, wish me luck, man. Wish me luck. It's uh, it's cold in there, but one of my buddies was saying how if you really don't want to ball out too much, which obviously that's that's the memo, that's the go-to here for me. They're, they're just like, I get, you know, my boys are like, just go get some pizza. Just say you want to go try Chicago deep dish pizza in new york which is kind of ironic but yeah i'm gonna they're like three three uh three dollars for a slice of ah man go go for it so i'm excited man uh yeah but dude uh what else what else is going on man i was working this weekend i'm trying to stack some bread for the for the trip uh you know i'm trying to put some butter on that toast dog um I slid into a girl's DMs probably earlier this summer. I don't know. I'm just I'm telling a story about what happened at work this weekend. Uh, I slid into a girl's DMs uh, earlier this summer, as I used to do a lot. DMs, man, they just mm. that's probably not the way to create a love story. But uh, anyways, long story short, this girl, this girl that I slid in, she has no idea. I'm I'm ghost to her. Uh, came in with her family. Uh, and I was talking to them on purpose. You know, their dad is hilarious. I was asking them, you know, how are the how is the alcohol treating them 
on the fine Saturday. And he was like, oh, it's gas. You know, obviously they're teaching the dad some lingo. I'm like, man, I could be a part of this family, bro. And this chick has no idea who I am, dog. This chick is all, babe. But that's, and it's not all about looks, man. So that was, that was something that happened to me. <clears throat> uh, I was, you know, I said, you got to hit a TikTok dance next, dude. It's lit. You know, I was just trying to button. I was just trying, I was trying to sit down. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to sit down and include myself in the conversation, but I probably would have felt socially awkward. So what I did was, um, <laughs> I, uh, unfollowed her again on Instagram. Not that she followed me back, but I unfollowed her again. I unsent my Instagram direct message to her from earlier this summer. I followed her again after they left. And then I slid in the Instagram DM again. And I just said, Hey, like your dad's hilarious. Um, I'm trying to be a part of that family. <laughs> yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to be a part of that Italian mafia, baby. You know, praise God, gang, gang. Um, so that's what happened to me, man. I don't know. It's stupid, dude. I'm, I, that's the thing about me, dude. Like, I went out a couple weeks ago. I think this was before the LA trip. And uh, I was at Kung Fu. For you Nashville people that know what Kung Fu is, I was just, it was a, it's an arcade bar. And I went up to this girl that was hanging out with one of my boys who I had never met before. And I fist pounded her. I've been doing a lot of fist pounding high five. That's probably like the wrong move to do instead of just a casual handshake to a, a female. Let's let's get, you know, real here, Andrew. Um, but I fist pound this chick and I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm Andy. She's like, yeah, I know you slid in my DMs like three weeks ago. I'm like, fuck, dude. This blows. Dude. What am I doing? You know, like is this <laughs> that's that's Satan talking right there, man. That's Satan talking. So I gotta chill. I apologize, but you did ask to be on the pod, so I guess this is your couple seconds of on the pod. Appreciate you uh, being cool about it. Yeah. What else, man? What else? Well, that kind of led into what I think we we posted on our Instagram this week for our, our, our listeners as a poll. Do we uh, want to? We wanna... took the poll to Instagram. <laughs> to, the gram, to the gram. We took it to the gram, baby. All right. So we took a poll to Instagram last week asking you guys, how long is too long to wait for a text back? You guys had some great answers. And some people, some of your friends, Liam, thought we were talking about wiener sizes. But <laughs> <coughs> I mean, you did, we did frame the question of how long is too long. How long uh, is too long? But yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're not, we weren't talking about wiener sizes. Um, but we did take another poll to Instagram asking, what are the signs of a thought? And I knew this was going to get some backlash here. I knew it too. But we're talking, what are the signs of a thought, male and female? I said, let's get dicey. Let's throw out some shade. So the reason, I, I don't know if, do I go into the backstory with this before we ask, before we, uh, you know, give, give the answers from somebody else? I mean, else? No, let's not go to the backstory, but let's, let's define what a thought is first. So when you, okay. when you're thinking so, of putting out a poll and you use the word thought what is a thought for these people out right here? see people get pissed man people get <laughs> pissed they're like fuck that guy for asking that question and male and female urban dictionary here it is for you it's a female that uses her body in some way to gain attention or some favor from men commonly used to describe people that want attention we're talking about you know social media is a big <clears throat> It's very prevalent nowadays and you know you can show yourself off on social media and um i feel like i gotta tell the story man i feel like i well, got let's to. hear it then 
All right, so this Instagram wannabe model with like eight, I'm calling it out, man. I'm not saying names though. No free shout outs, bro. <laughs> you know, this is Satan talking on my shoulder right now, man. I apologize. <clears throat> so anyways, I slid into this girl, this girl's DMs like I usually did. I'm, I'm done with that, by the way. I'm not sliding in DMs anymore. I swear, dude, people think I'm bullshitting. I'm, I'm done. I really am. Um, earlier in the summer and this is a girl, you know, that obviously cares about her image, you know, self brand, whatever, whatever. I don't even think she's a real model to be real. She's just trying to get on the gram and show people what's up and give guys attention, which is fair. That's cool. But we went back and forth earlier this summer, tried to set up a date. I never met her, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then she had ghosted me like the past, like five messages. Um, and then she posted and I said, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, she posted a Halloween picture of like the same pose five different times in the same post. And that's all her Instagram is, right? And so I just unfollowed her. I didn't want to like the mess. I didn't want to like the picture. You know how I do, man. I I follow like 5,000 people on Instagram. Like I'm unfollowing a ton of people if I don't like their content. I'm sorry. I get a a message from this girl the next morning, like 8.15 in the morning, dude. And it said, nice, great unfollow with like 10 exclamation marks. And I'm like, what? This chick actually took the time to reach back out to me and say, thanks for unfollowing. And then it made me question how she even knew that. And so I was like, I don't know, man. She just got thought personalities to her. And I hate to call, I'm not calling her a thought or anything like that, but it's it's thought characteristics, man. So that's what happened, which was kind of interesting. I didn't think she was going to take the time to, you know, ghost me and then I guess not take any time to ghost me and then take the time to say, hey, thanks. He's got to keep up those numbers, so. man. Those 8K, be, it gets hard to get 8K out here nowadays. I didn't understand it. So anyways, that's why this is the question. What are the signs of thought? And it's just people seeking attention is what we're really talking about here. Or there's you know acts of thoughts. So uh, I've done it before and I'll just be the first one to say that. But what the what are the signs of a thought? And this is what you guys had to say on the old IG. What are the signs of a thought, male and female? Constantly thirst trapping on Instagram. Male Libras, Zodiac signs. Okay, female Sagittarius, Geminis. I don't think this person got the the hint of the question. We're not talking about Zodiac signs here. But, <laughs> um, okay, cool. Question boxes are a signs of a thought. So I completely got fucking shaded right there. In your DMs late night, seven days a week, but has your number... 100 plus, 100,000 plus snap score once a week, posting your Halloween outfit more than a week after Halloween. Um, And that was a couple of them. Drives a car with purple windows, just walks down Broadway and looks at party buses, especially the hot tub ones. Quote unquote, girls are too dramatic. I'd rather spend time with guys. And so we asked that question and then we kind of asked if people had the Instagram follower app. And I think there were about 50 of you guys that answered no, and there were like five people that answered yes. So what are the signs of a thought? I don't know. Um, I think if, you're, if your Instagram is, you're, you know you can get those first row of three. If yeah. all of those photos are of you and nobody else, I guarantee you they are you know seeking that attention. And then if you have, you know, in your situation, if you have the the, I don't even want to say the nerve, but just the the idea that you have to go and reach out to followers and being like, "Why did you unfollow me? What are we talking about here? You already have eight k. What does it matter if one? But if you're that concerned about how many followers you have on Instagram, 
that's probably a, a good sign that you are are taking it way too serious. But that's yeah. my that's my thoughts. That's it. That's that's my thoughts about yeah. it, man. And we're not calling anybody a thought, man. I know there are guys you can go through thought stages and things like that. We just trying to get y'all's take because we're just trying to be relatable. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that was it. That was the Instagram question. I don't know if we have anything else, man. We appreciate you guys answering that every week and stay tuned on Man to Man Podcast, even though I fucking ask it on my personal page because never mind. <laughs> um, so anything else? I just want to shout out our boy Griffin Dobson real quick. Big birthday, bud. I almost missed it, man, but we got you posted around like midnight. Um, shout out Griff, man. He's the guy that kind of edits our our vlogs and podcasts episodes and tiktoks and everything else like that we appreciate it griff um anything else man anything else with you you got anything else that you're excited about or just anything with dating i mean we just try to figure out how to date the appropriate woman i know next week will kind of be a an interesting one to talk about after the trip so um i guess threw up feel good uh been taking new skincare products trying to get my skin right dude it's crisp outside, man. I know everyone stay strapped on that face lotion, dude. SPF. New York should be fun. Liam's blacking out by himself. Um, and we're just trying to find a, a way to get out and, and breathe a little bit, baby. So appreciate you guys listening, man. We're about to get into our second half of this episode, which is it's going to be uh, predominantly a lot of bit of basket, a lot of bit, a lot of bots, a lot of bit of basketball, baby. We dribbling, dribbling on the second half of this episode. We appreciate you guys rocking with the man-to-man boys. All right, that leads us into the second half of this episode, man. I'm feeling good. I hope everybody else is feeling good. Hope you guys are breathing out there. Appreciate you guys tuning in to the boys over at Man-to-Man Podcast. Go throw the boys five stars, reviews. Uh, if you enjoy the episode, you know, we're trying to climb the ladder, dude. Anyways, man, uh, once again, we got the boy joining us. JP, what's good, man? JP is uh, is our boy who's, you know, been a part of Man to Man for a while now, and he kind of he's going to talk basketball with us. If you guys aren't familiar with him yet, he's going to be on most of these episodes uh, just to talk some ball with us, man. That's his game. So, JP, what's up, man? How you feeling, man? You breathing? I'm breathing, gentlemen. It's good to see you, boys. I hope you enjoyed your extra hour of sleep last night. I know I did. Um, working on a little sinus thing going on here. I might have an ear infection. So this is basically my flu game. But, you know, I'm, I'm here and I'm ready to perform. And it's just seeing you and both y'all's handsome faces got me going, ready to perform today. JP, man, I might, I might act sus after that one, brother. I appreciate that, man. You're looking good as always, dude. Okay, cool. Well, we're just going to get straight into it, man. So uh, we're going to start out with our trivia question. Uh, weekly trivia question of the week. It's NBA related. I'm going to ask the question, I think, again, if you guys are, are cool with that. Um, originally, Liam has been asking me throughout this whole dang podcast thing. He's been asking me probably like 30 questions so far. Uh, NBA related trivia questions. I haven't gotten any of them right. So we're switching it up. So Liam, you actually uh, got the the first tri- first ever trivia question I've asked you correct last week. I'll give you a congratulations, dude. We're going to move on. Let's see if you can get it this week. Are you ready, my young soldier? Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's fire it up. See see what what I got here. JP, he don't sound like he ready, brother. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about this one. He does not sound ready. Okay. Trivia question. Trivia question of the week NBA related. 
Who was the first team to lose three straight NBA finals? As always, I need my hint right off the bat because this one is a little uh, little crazy in terms of there's a lot of teams out there. So what, what do we got? First team to lose three straight NBA finals. He needs the hints. The decade. I'll give you the decade. How about that? So what? Yeah. Give me the decade. What is the decade here? The decade is in the 50s, my brother. So it's an early, early team. Huh? It's very early, man. It's a very early team. I don't even know if these teams are the same names, but <laughs> I think you know you get the gist of what's going on here and what team it is. Yeah, of, of, I'll give I, you another hint, man. This team is actually the exact same name as today. Okay, that helps too. So I'm thinking maybe like old school. I always go back to like Lakers and, and Celtics. You got the Pistons in there. Um. I don't even, I mean, you got 76ers, I think. I don't know if they were still the 76ers, though, back then, but I think they're one of the originals. Um, I think I I think I got to go with the Pistons, though. I think the Pistons are the first. I just trying to think that they were in the finals a couple of times, and they probably, yeah, I'm going to go with the Pistons. I think that's my guess. That's a good guess, man. That's wrong, brother. <laughs> It's wrong, but it's 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 close. It's in the Eastern Conference. So JP, you got any guesses? I, I'm thinking. So the I mean, like like Liam was saying, it, at this point, I don't know. So you just kind of got to think like, what would be a team back then that lost a lot? Again, I don't really know. And I'm just trying to think of teams that even were, had players in the 50s. So I'm gonna go. I guess my guess is gonna be the early like Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. the New York Knicks, man. It's the Knicks, man. Okay. They they made it in 51, 52, and 53. I think they locked, lost to the Lakers twice in a row and then the Celtics. So that sounds about that sounds right. about right. <laughs> yeah, they made it three times and lost. So shout out Knicks, man. You guys have been in disgrace for 50 years now. 60, 70. <laughs> All right, cool, man. All right, well, that's going to lead us into our game of the week. And... I guess the preference to this is I'm 0-1. Liam, you're one to know. Congrats, man. So my game of the week is uh <laughs> hold on, how am I gonna do this? Last week the Hornets, uh my game of the week last week uh was the the Hornets to obviously upset the Golden State Warriors in Golden State, but obviously you got Gary Payton. Jordan Poole um, and those guys are kind of playing out of their mind. Steph Curry can get 15 points and every, you know, he can watch everybody else kind of go to work. Uh, Terry Rozier was trying to come back from an ankle injury. Didn't put up any numbers. Uh, LaMelo Ball took a big fall right there. So, yeah, I'm 0-1. Okay, so we're going to try again. And it's going to be a team that's playing the Golden State Warriors in Golden State again. So I'm not, I'm ready to win one here. My game of the week is the Chicago Bulls at the Golden State Warriors, ESPN, Friday night in Golden State. It's a late night game, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. Central. We love the late night games. ESPN has the Warriors a 70% chance over the Bulls, but I'm underdog heavy here, uh, and I'm taking the Bulls just the way they're playing right now. Uh, they're my favorite team to watch this year uh, and probably going to, forward for the rest of the year right here. Uh, yes, Steph Curry's playing out of his mind. He's having an MVP type season, but the Bulls are just electric right now. Obviously, they're off to their best start since the Jordan era in 1996, 97. Zach Levine averaging 25 and a half points, 48% shooting. Caruso is one of the most impressive players on 
the Bulls roster. Lonzo Ball, man, when he's locked in, he dictates everything that that happens on the floor. He's also very well defensive minded. And that's the thing. That's they can score a lot. They don't have a problem scoring the ball, but uh, they're third. The Bulls are third in defense, only letting their opponents averaging 103 points. Uh, Warriors tend to average 117 points, but I don't think that'll be the case. It's time for Steph Curry and the Warriors to go down. And it's time for the Bulls to to step up a little bit. Two teams that are obviously contenders in both of their conferences. You know, ESPN's got 70% chance uh, of favorited in the Warriors. But uh, I'm going to take the Bulls spread instead of money line this time. I'm going to take it's probably going to be five and a half points, six points. Uh, take that plus five and a half. Chicago Bulls. Chi-Town, baby. They're electric. They're young. And they're very well defensive minded. If they can play like that against curry and, and stop them from from scoring a bunch of points and as, as well as those other guys that are facilitating on the warriors uh i think it could be a really good game and a close game so i'm taking the chicago bulls spread plus five and a half i don't know how you guys feel about that i think that's a homer pick you know you you being lived in chicago i think you uh like the bulls a little more than you know original fan would be but i would say bulls it put together a good roster and we'll see how well it is, but Steph Curry is is a different type of dude. <laughs> and especially, that. I think I texted you during the game and uh, of last week, and I was like, "Man, Pool is giving you guys the work." Yeah, you did. Had a crazy parlay on everybody in that game, and and the Hornets. Man, I just jacked it, dude. I jacked it. So yeah. Hornets are a different breed. They're not the Bulls. So I think the Bulls are a little bit better, and I think they got a better chance this time. Take the Chicago Bulls spread plus five and a half six whatever it is for sure i'll go into my game of the week real quick um then we'll get into man to man worthy or keep it moving with jp but i'm going heat and lakers on espn also a late night game at 10 p.m eastern time uh lakers are without lebron i think on friday he said he was going to be out for another week um or so but this for me is the time that the lakers can start to build chemistry you don't really need LeBron on the floor to build true t- team chemistry because LeBron is just that guy um, for me. So without LeBron, you can get Russell Westbrook feeling good, playing good. You can get AD in the mix a little bit. And then like the role players, like the Malik Monks, the the Revis kid, they can all just get playing time on the floor and get some minutes. It would be great, you know, just building that chemistry. And that brings me to my second point, though is when you're in season and the Heat are starting off so well, I think I'm I'm going with the Heat in this game, not just because LeBron is out, but the Heat also have made, you know, big-time moves in getting Lowry. Um, Robinson is playing out of his mind right now. Jimmy Butler also getting back to bubble days, and the Heat look really good this year. So without LeBron in this game, I probably will take the Heat. The Favorite in this game, I think it's I think it'll be around seven or eight points. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take the the Heat beating the Lakers without LeBron. So I think that would be my game of the week. That's dicey, man. I like it. Tyler Hero kind of playing out of his mind right now. I love it. Yeah, for sure. But let's get into man to man worthy or keep it moving. JP, what we got for yes, us? Yes, sir, yes, sir. And just real quick, Liam, I don't know if you got to watch the Lakers last night against the Blazers. This team without LeBron and A D. Wolf, bro, they are bad right now. I, I, I'd say he could be 11, 10, 12 point favorites right now, and I'd take him. But yeah, get, getting right into it, little MTM worthy. Uh, if you don't know, 
by now. I'm going to give these boys a few topics. They're going to tell me whether they're worth talking about or not. And then I'm going to give my take. And we're, then we're going to either keep doing that or we're just going to keep it moving and let you all go about your day. So to start, we're going to talk about something that is a story that goes beyond the NBA, but this just so happens to be the focus right now. The Kyrie Irving vaccination story. He's still not vaxxed as far as we know. He hasn't reported to the team. Uh, there was It was recently election week, as most people know, election day, I should say. And uh, new mayor-elect for New York City, Eric Adams, has said they will not change the mandate, uh, that which impacts Kyrie, obviously, because he still can't play as long as he doesn't get vaccinated. Is this man-to-man worthy, the fact that the story really hasn't changed? I think for me, it is worthy just to say that Kyrie has to really, it's going to come down to make a decision for himself to be able to play this year. And on the other hand, it's also a decision that the Nets will have to make. So I'm not ever going to be the person to, you know, tell somebody what to do or not do in terms of getting a vaccine. I think for me and how I am, you, everybody should be getting the vaccine. I mean, I understand that's not I don't want to go into, you know, get the vaccine or don't get the vaccine talk. But um, for him, he has to make that decision if he wants to play with the Nets this year. Because if not, I don't see him playing with like we see now he's not going to play still. And the Nets haven't decided to make a change. But I think if this continues, they kind of pressure to do some type of change in that in that, you know, area of moving Kyrie or just, you know, not letting them play. But I don't know. I think yeah. it, it's worthy enough for me, but Kyrie just has to make a decision or the Nets will make it for him, basically, I think is what it comes down to. I think that's what it is, man. And I think with – I think this is one of the best NBA seasons to watch right now as far as, you know, the, the Sixers are still playing well, but you got the Heat up there, the Bulls are up there, and the Nets are sitting at that fourth spot. And then who's at ninth and tenth down there? It's the Bucks. Team that won last year, right? Uh, you could use Kyrie, you could use Kyrie, you know. You, you the Patty Mills is great and all. You need Kyrie or some, like you're saying, Liam, just something else to just get them over that one inch toe from last year, hump, you know, right? It's like, can you use Kyrie? Is James Harden gonna play through the fouls? Is gonna play with the fouls? Kevin Durant, it's you look at that team and it's like, who is the leader of the Brooklyn Nets? It's Kyrie. It's the guy that speaks up most about everything, right? I think it's Kyrie, you know, Harden and KD can't really find a chemistry together. Yes, they are fourth. Yes, they're six and three in their conference, but you need the guy. He's a, he's an NBA all-star for a reason. And if you're living in the state, that's, you know, not going to allow you to, you know, attend events, games, festivals, concerts, and things like that. You're another citizen, like you've said, and you know, you got to abide by the rules. Steve Nash says he's not surprised about any of this and they're going to, want to, you know, hopefully keep them on the team. I don't think they'll cut Kyrie. I think that'll be a bad decision because he could easily go to another state where it's, you know, complete opposite rules like that. Um, you got to keep them, you know, it's worthy enough to talk about. Just got to see how it's just going to play out toward the end of the season where it actually starts to get to postseason. You're going to get the vaccine to play playoff basketball. That's going to be totally on Kyrie Irving. Well, I don't know. I just don't think the Nets are going. I think. They, they brought in Kyrie for a reason, and that's the biggest thing for me. And if he's not playing, then why did they, you know, make a move in the first place? And it almost seems like it would be easier to go and get somebody else to fill that point guard role. Maybe not the same as a Kyrie could do, 
um, and, you know, up to that, you know, level or standard that they want. But somebody, you know, another capable point guard will help one way or another. That's kind of my final thought about it. But I don't know about you, JP, what you got about this. Yeah, yeah, I'm with both y'all on pretty much everything. From a strictly basketball standpoint, I've got to watch the Nets a lot because they're on, you know, national TV quite often, get to see them on streams, whatever. Uh, nobody can guard Kevin Durant still in the NBA. It's a fact. He, the dude is just gets buckets whatever he wants. But what the Nets are running into is, is kind of what we've been talking about, the fact that if when James Harden isn't getting to the free throw line because the shot has been a little iffy so far, the ball gets a little stagnant. And you, you, I'd love to feed KD every time like he did in the third quarter. Uh, just a couple nights ago and he can go off for 16, 20 and a quarter, but you can't do that. You can't do it every night. You can't do it through, through a seven game series as much as you'd like. Uh, the Nets need Kyrie back. He's that good of a player. Um, I, and I, it's a, it's sad to see that we're in this moment right now where we don't get to see a player in his prime because of this decision. It is what it is, but I, I, it, I would like to see him come back. I know the Nets would love to see him come back. And I think if, when they do get him back, I think the Nets will reach another level that we haven't even seen. And they are still my favorite in the East. Even with the, a little bit of early struggles, this team is way, way too good to not be dominant. So I, I want to see Kyrie come back, and I hope he does. I hope he gets that vaccine. But if not, we get to watch a lot more Kevin Durant and James Harden, and I am okay with that. All right. So now that's a, all the Kyrie and Vax talk will do. Our next contender in man-to-man worthy, uh, this was a big story in the massive news dump this week. This found its way through. Um, Robert Sarver, for anybody that doesn't know, longtime owner of the Phoenix Suns, uh, was accused of over 50 accounts of racist, sexist, misogynistic, everything bad you can think of, comments, actions, in his tenure as owner. Um, there, These reports came out a while back, but they have just now, the NBA did its investigation, the whole thing. Uh, it's a possibility that we see a Donald Sterling type situation where they force Robert Sarver to sell the team if they think they can do that. Uh, but before we get any, any deeper into it, do we think this is man to man worthy at the moment? I'm going to say no, just because we're still going through investigations. And if we don't know the true facts, I don't want to speculate. So for me, it's, I'm going to keep it moving. I don't know about you. Andy. Yeah, that's too many accounts, man. Well, let's just keep it moving on that. All right, keep it moving. It is on to the next one. So I I can say I feel like a little bit of a jinx because for anybody that doesn't know, the way we do this is we kind of just go through the week and I we throw on all the topics and we we narrow them down. We want to talk about. And after Cade Cunningham's first two games, I wrote Cade Cunningham struggles and we decide we want to talk about it. And then Cade Cunningham goes off and has his best game ever, 18 points, great stat line. But the shooting's still not there, so this still plays. Cade Cunningham in his first three games as a piston, the first three games of the season has not looked great. He's getting better, but there's been some struggles. He didn't have training camp because he was hurt. He didn't get to play on preseason games. Do we think these Cade Cunningham struggles are worth talking about? Are they man-to-man worthy? Yeah, I would say yes, because me, I I know me and you, JP, are on the same page. We think Cade Cunningham is going to be an outstanding player um, for years to come. And we've sort of seen a little bit of that as recently as the last couple of games. But the biggest thing that stood out to me when I was looking over this and just following him, he's shooting like 23% from the field, which it, it almost is hard to do that. And if you, he's not shooting as much as like, he's not putting up, you know, 30 shots a game. He's, he's getting, I think his average is like around 15 shots a game. And to 
be missing at 23% or making at 23% is crazy. So I don't know if it's just that the Pistons are bad. Like you said, they have won one game against the, the Magic this year. They have played a lot of, you know, top end of the, the Eastern Conference, like the, the 76ers and Nets, but he's got to turn the page. And it, I don't know if it will catch up um, with him in terms of his production. But for me, I got to start seeing something change. And as of late, these last couple of games, like you mentioned, it makes me feel a little bit better. But he has to continue to do that and not fall into this, you know, bust um, talk that I've been hearing around you know, the Twitter lines and stuff like that. So I still love him. I, I still think he's going to be really good, but we got to see that shooting percentage for me bump up a lot more than 23%. So, yeah, <clears throat> I don't like this guy, man, but <laughs> um, he's just lost me a lot of money in college. And I, I wasn't really big on him. I don't understand why he was the number one pick. He got hurt out of nowhere and then decided to come back and play. I give him this, man. He's on a trash ass team. The team is garbage, dude. It's the worst. It's the worst team in the NBA. Let's just be honest here. Yes, they've played all top five teams, should be top five teams. The Bucs are, like I said, just way below down market right now. Um, probably don't even make sense what that means, but um that's <clears throat> what we talk about basketball, man. I try, dude. I try. Um, yeah, they're just losing, dude. He's on a losing team. And that usually happens when you go number one. You're on a bad team. You can put up two points. You can put up six. And you can put up, okay, 17, 18 points. He just got to find his groove, dude. I'm not a player hater, dude. I like his game. He looks like an NBA 2K created character. I'll roll with the punches that he gives. Uh, you got to step up the shooting, though. If you're known for the shooter, if you're a shooter in college, and you know, you're going to let this guy shoot, shoot, shoot. I don't know what it is, man. I really don't. He's just shooting to try to get a feel for the shot like he hadn't seen a basket before or what's really going on if he's just feeling that NBA pressure. I know they've talked to other like potential rookie candidates that are that are going to win the rookie of the year. Um, I can't remember. I think they were talking to Jalen Green about this, a number second pick. He's like, man, it's there's really no difference. I feel good. Uh, the groove is there. The transition's there from college to, to NBA. And I don't know. Maybe it's just different for this guy. Uh, I got faith in him, sure, but I'll give him that he's on a bad team. Um, and they beat a team that they should have beaten. So Orlando Magic, you got to step up the game. I really have no say in it. We'll see what happens when it plays out. But definitely, you know, number one pick, you should be in the talk of rookie of the rookie of the year, but you're not. So um, kind of a bust to me. That's all I got on it, man. I will say, I think it's a little early to call him a bust, but I understand what you're going with. Um, he does need to shoot better. The, I, we will see some progression to the mean eventually. He's going to shoot better. Uh, it, I mean, first few weeks in the NBA, it's going to be tough on anybody. I can say I think part of what we're seeing now is the fact that so many other rookies are playing out of their mind right now. Jalen Green's been really good. Uh, Evan Mobley in Cleveland is insane. Franz Wagner and Matt for the Magic's been ins- really good. Scotty Barnes, guys like that have just been outstanding. And Cade has not. So uh, I think that's part of what we're seeing as well. But I forgot Duarte, my brother. Yeah, Pacer Nation, yeah, baby. Pacer Nation, baby. <laughs> yeah, the old 25-year-old rookie. You know, look out. <laughs> the only way up from here. But Yeah, come yeah, on, I, dog. Guys like that, and Cade hasn't played that well, but he hasn't had as many opportunities. I personally am not worried about it. His game will translate eventually. He'll start knocking down some shots, and I think by the all-star break, it's, he's going to be right back up there in that rookie of the year conversation. And so for me, that takes us to the next topic, which is 
probably going to be one of the plays of the year by the time it's all said and done, even though it's super early. Uh, Luka Doncic has been playing out of his mind, working his way back to that MVP conversation last night against the Celtics after a very, very strange Celtics defensive strategy to foul and basically give the Mavericks the ball with the last possession. Don't ask me why they did it. I don't know. But Luka comes down through a triple team, step back three from the wing, just splashes it. It was great. It was Luka magic. Do we think this is worthy of talking about any deeper? Um, the only thing I want to say, I'm going to keep it moving for me. It reminded me when Luka was in the bubble and he had that same step back from the other side. Um, I guess, no, I guess it was the same side, the left-hand side, um, a little deeper uh, in the bubble. But I think this is kind of like, same thing with Steph Curry. We're, we're kind of uh, realizing that this is, it's we're almost expecting this from Luca. He's turned into that type of player. He's going to be the one to take the last shot. And he hit that one and it was a big shot, but that's all I got. I don't know. Luca assassinates, make shots. Thanks. Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, we can keep it moving. I'll just say if you got Luca in the late game and he starts dribbling to his left, he's going to step back and he's going to splash in your face. You better foul that man or do something else because he's going to make that shot. A stud, yeah. bro. He's a stud. He's insane. He's so good. All right. And now for the last one we got going today, uh, this one has been not just this season, all the way into the offseason, in the last season to the last postseason. The Sixers drama. They've been finding Ben Simmons. He's not showing up. He the man I don't think <laughs> playing basketball at this point. He could just be streaming and nursing that back injury. But uh the Sixers are still pretty good. Uh Joel Embiid has been really picking it up. Uh, Seth Curry has been hooping out of his mind. Do the Sixers even need Ben Simmons? Is this still worth worthy talking about, this Ben Simmons drama, when it looks like they may not even need him? I think it's worthy just because I think everybody's starting to get that exact picture in their mind of what you said. The Sixers look good without Ben Simmons. And I know Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid has been a, a big topic that me and Andy have discussed over you know, last couple of years and we don't think it works. And I think everybody's starting to see and understand that the 76ers don't need Ben Simmons. And I will leave it with this on that with me is I, I, I don't, I want to say what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say anyway, we could see a big trade in terms of players from another team that, you know, have a point guard with the 76ers that, you know, possibly could uh, be able to have him play in a, a city that doesn't require a mandate. But, um, but yeah, I think everybody's starting to get that idea that a it, the the matchup between or the chemistry between Joel Embiid and Simmons didn't work, and now that Simmons isn't playing, 76ers look even better than they did with Ben Simmons. So for me. Yeah. I love it, and I, I, I'm i a big Sixers fan in terms of Joel Embiid is probably my favorite center um, in the game right now. But I like to see that they're, you know, moving, starting to be able to move on from the Ben Simmons era. So It's the Curry brother, man. Seth Curry, dude. Just been balling out of his mind. I don't even know his stats, bro. I just know he's been balling, and he's the one that's kind of filling that void right there. But for me, I, I don't know if this is like a hot take or not, but I, you look at NFL guys when they take a year off, they try to come back. They've all been kind of busted. You know, they've all kind of been buses, uh, busts 
Um, and I think that's what's going to happen with Ben Simmons. I think he's going to take this year off. He's going to try to get signed to another team. And I think we've seen the best of Ben Simmons. I don't think he's going to correct his shot, his form. Look at a guy like Lonzo Ball that did something like that was kind of crazy. Markel Fultz, another guy. It's really hard. If you don't got a shot and you can't correct it, Giannis is trying to correct it. It's just he's got too many flaws in his game, his personality. I think he's he's got his own doctors too, right? They're just trying to get him to cooperate with the team's uh, physicians, and he's not even trying to do that. He's saying, I got mental problems. I'm back. Thing. That's my take on Ben Simmons. Who knows what's going to happen to him? Sixers are balling out of control right now. They're first in their division. Uh, Seth Curry is playing amazing like he did last year. I think he was in a club of 50, 50, 50 or something like that. You guys know what I'm talking about? He was yeah. shooting 50% from three. Uh, 50, 90, 40 or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. 90% from the free throw line, 40% from, I don't know, the range or something like that. That's my take on it. I don't think Ben Simmons, I think we've seen the best of Ben Simmons. I think he'll take off this year, try to get signed to another team. And we won't, no one will really care about the player. He won't have that same value that he did last year, a year ago. Sixers have proven to be the best team with and without Ben Simmons. I'll so, stop you. I'll stop you there and say I don't think we're we're done of seeing the best of Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons is a a case and a player that needs to be in the perfect situation and on the perfect team. And for that to be, you know, perfect for him is probably not perfect for the team. But if he goes to a, you know, maybe a team that's not in the, you know, competing for a championship, we could see the same Ben Simmons. So I I'm I'm quick to push the stop button on him just being a bus or whatever and not playing good or we won't see anything from him ever again but he does have to to change a couple of things but him getting fined still or starting to get fined again is is going to probably nip that in the butt because nobody likes to lose money at least not me so that's all i got for you you got a take on that jp yeah, yeah, just some again, not nothing too crazy compared to what y'all are saying. Um, I, I've been same on Ben Simmons for a long time in his career. I, I, his pros are pretty good, but the cons are just way too high. Um, even though the defense has picked up, um, I think what the Sixers are realizing, which are they're kind of coming to terms with the rest of the NBA, is that when you got a guy like Joel Embiid in the paint, you don't really want to put a bunch of guys around him that can't shoot. You want him to have that space. The spacing matters that much. So I think they're starting to realize, hey, even though Ben Simmons can run around, throw the ball, and play a lot of defense, at the end of the day, he can only be in the paint, which is where we want Joel Embiid. So we don't need him. So I, I, that's what it is for me. I've been about Ben. That felt that same way about Ben Simmons a long time. Um, Liam, you were talking about a possible trade with a certain somebody, possibly from the Brooklyn area. I, I've been thinking and hearing some little rumblings on Twitter and stuff about possibly a Ben Simmons for De'Aaron Fox move. Set him out to Sacramento where he can basically go rehab and do whatever he wants because nobody gives a damn about the Sacramento Kings. Um, I I can see something like that happening. Uh, I don't really know exactly what else the Kings are going to have. I don't think Simmons for Fox is a straight swap quite yet, although I think they are they are pretty comparable. Uh, the Sixers are going to hold on to Simmons unless they can get at least another first rounder, which I don't know if the Kings are going to want to give up That's uh, for the future. But I, I do think – I don't think we're ever seeing Ben Simmons in a Sixers jersey again. And I think the trade conversation is going to keep going up. And I think a place like the Kings would be a really interesting uh, situation for him to, him to end up. I think maybe even something down with the uh, Thunder. Get somebody from the Thunder, one of those project kids, to bring him back to the Sixers because God knows the Thunder got picks to trade. They got more picks than they know what to do with. So 
Uh, that's something I can see happening. And uh, yeah, that's about all I got on Ben Simmons. And that's all we got for man to man worthy. Uh, I'll just do one quick shout out for an honorable mentions that I'll give you all the chance. Uh, shout out my man, Damian Lillard. Been struggling this season pretty hard, playing through injury, uh, but he came back last night against the Lakers, played great. Uh, it, it's Dame. It's only a matter of time. So shout out my guy. Y'all got any shout outs? Yeah, I got one. I got a, I think we mentioned a little bit, but just for the Warriors, Jordan Poole, or yeah, um, Poole, the the fact that the Warriors don't have Wiseman and don't have Klay Thompson and people like Gary Payton and, and Poole are coming in and just exploding like they do, and it's been consistent, you know, in the last couple of games, the Warriors watch out once everything starts to click again because Wiseman can come back in and become that big body. So Warriors are my team to watch this year. So I just want to make sh- mention that real quick before we get out of here. Uh, I got a quick shout out, and it's got to be for the Pacers, man. Not looking so hot <laughs> right now, but Duarte, top five rookie of the year candidate. And shout out that boy, Miles Turner. Seven yeah. three-pointers in a game, dude. Let's get real, dude. Someone uh, someone, maybe step up and guard that guy, dude. Miles keeps shooting, baby. Uh, adds a lot of space definitely to uh, that five that's on the court. Yeah. But with that, guys, I think I'm going to namaste these fools out of here. Um, but before I do that, if you guys want to keep up with us daily, go check us out, Man to Man Podcast, on all social media platforms. Or as we like to say, in the clouds. We're up in the clouds there. Um, but I'm a namaste these fools out of here. So namaste to you guys. Namaste. 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 Pacing Nation, baby. See?